everyone, welcome back to the Nintendo Prime Podcast. I am your host, Nathaniel Rumpeljantz, and this was my main man, Mr. Eric Moore. And this is kind of a doubly special podcast, because one, it is the first episode we have recorded in 2017. Yep. Now, I say recorded because our last episode we recorded like a month ago actually released this past Monday. <laughs> So, oops, holidays, things happened, I couldn't yeah, get to yeah. it, and then there was a big issue with the video, and then had an issue with renewing the software, and I, anyways, it's all resolved now, but unfortunately, there wasn't a video version last week, so if you're watching this on YouTube, I will throw a link down in the description for you to hop on over to the audio version of last week's podcast, if you are wondering why this is labeled an episode ahead. Um, well, the second reason, the most important reason uh, for this podcast here. What makes it special? It is the last podcast we have before what I have dubbed, and I guess I shouldn't say me. There's been other people on the internet. Switchmas. Ooh. January 12th, and now officially January 13th. Uh, we knew January 12th was going to be the big thing in Japan uh, at night, which, yay. Um, but and we knew on the 13th there was going to be some media events. What we just found out today is also in the 13th, Nintendo Treehouse Live is popping up in the morning. Uh, we have no idea how long the stream is yet for that, but they're going to be showing off um, hopefully all of the Switch games. And I assume the idea here is that what we see on Friday, uh, Thursday night is going to be... It's going to have English dubs, but all the footage and everything is probably going to be in Japanese. Right. So they're going to reshow everything uh, with them playing through it in English and talking about it. So it's basically like a two-day celebration for us in America uh, because Woo. we get double the Switch footage stuff. I mean, yeah, Japanese people can watch it too, but I, I don't think they're dubbing the Treehouse stuff in Japan. Could be wrong. Maybe they are. We're not yeah. in Japan to know. So maybe, that they have, one hit us. maybe they have their own version of it. Yeah, I have no idea. They don't have Nintendo Treehouse over there. But well, they, they, they probably have, have some they, sort they of have something. Nintendo there. Yeah, right. Yeah, they probably have some sort <laughs> um, of something. So we're gonna we're not gonna talk years off because we could talk. I mean, it, it's been basically a month since we've recorded, so a lot has happened. A lot has also not happened because it's been mostly rumor season. More so than, like, really big news. Um, as an example, for some news, like, last time we talked about Super Mario Run, and it had just released at the time we recorded it. Well, now it's reached, like, 90 million downloads. Um, this is just on iOS. Oh, right. On Android now, you oh, can go... On it's not Android yet, yet, but oh. you can go get it. You can go sign up for a notification for when it'll be available. Okay. Um, so that's what they first did with iOS, so... Take that for what you will. We were able to do that like three months ago, so maybe it's three months away. I have no idea. Um, and then we did find out that 3% of people who downloaded the game bought the game. So I don't, not willing to do the math right now, 3% or to 90 million downloads, but yeah, it it, it, it's a relatively small percentage bought the game, but I, I think Nintendo kind of knew that that was going to happen. It's a $10 game, no microtransactions. It's kind of. You know, I think they're hoping the conversion rates just go up over time. We'll see. Yeah. Um, still, it's hard to argue. Uh, it made the top ten overall app downloads for iOS in 2016 for the whole year. And it was only out in December for two weeks. So, Oof. I mean, Pokemon Go was number one. That's no surprise. But, like, for this game to only be out for two weeks and it already made the top ten for all across everything in the App Store... Uh, that's good, but again, there's a lot of little stuff like that, which it, it's nice having some news updates on it, but 
does anyone care right now? We 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 are basically this is this is like the Switchmas Eve podcast. In fact, that's yeah. what this is now. Switchmas Eve. That's gonna be the, what this is titled. All right. Um. So, the Switch. Lots of rumors have been dropping. Lots of you know. I, I maybe you want to call it BS. I, you know, we don't know. We're not we're not in the know ourselves. We don't have sources. I mean, we have that one contact at Nintendo, but they don't tell you anything. Yeah. Um, so like, right. I always wonder where these people get. Oh, I have this contact inside Nintendo that tells me things. I'm like. Really? You do? I've got a contact inside of town. You don't tell me Jack Squat. Yeah, right. Um, but Apparently you know, whatever. Sometimes you know a guy. You know a guy. It's a family member. You know, things happen. Uh, but as it be, as it may be, uh, we're gonna just go over some of the most prevalent rumors that have popped up here in the last month or so, um, and then we're gonna kind of just talk about what we kind of want to happen by giving five five little ditties from each of us on what we just would like to happen. At the show, this isn't a saying. It's going to happen. It's kind of like a wish list. Um, we'll save like actual predictions and bets and all that stuff for the Nintendo Prime pre-show that we will be running on the 13th or on the 12th. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, you can look forward to, to that. Tuning in. Uh, we're going to be trying to broadcast that on YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook. Maximize our viewership. Uh, share it up with our Zelda former friends. Which, I mean, I'm the editor in chief of Zelda former, so share it with myself. <laughs> Um, and it always feels weird I, when I, I say I don't need to know anything you're sharing with yourself. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, getting uh, into a little bit. Uh, obviously, you haven't kept up as of date. Holidays, crazy work schedules, etc. Yeah. Hard to keep up to date. <laughs> Even I've had a hard time keeping up with things. I've been sick. I'm still kind of sick. He's <laughs> sick. Yeah. That, there's that. Um, <laughs> welcome to Wisconsin and welcome to winter. It's just that time of year. Yeah. But. Yeah. We'll go over a few rumors, because it's going to be like all new news for him. Um, and one of them, this is kind of a big one, this might be arguably the biggest one, is that the this guy named Obi-Wan on YouTube. Very nice. Obi-Wan, yeah. Right. Very nice. Um, you watch his videos, you don't think he's very professional, but that's just his thing. Like He does crazy things in the background or whatever. Like It is what it is. That's just who he is. Uh, I applaud him for forgetting what people want him to be and him just being himself. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he claims to have a source, and plus he had Laura Kate Dale on for an interview. Um, so I don't know if you want to consider that legitimizing him because Laura Kate Dale you know, used to work at Kotaku and other places, and she's been kind of a, a, one of the switch leakers. We've yep. talked about her before. Yep. Um, so anyway, so Obi-Wan kind of came out and said something that the switch leakers, the, the known ones, haven't gone out and said, you're wrong. They're not willing to confirm, but usually when the false rumors come out, the Switch is like, no, 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 that doesn't line up with what we've heard. But instead on these rumors, they've stayed silent. And maybe it's because they thought they were going to save, like, because Laura K. Dale, Emily Rogers, people of that ilk have kind of said, we don't want to reveal everything we know. We want to save some stuff. Right. And this could be potentially what they're saving. Um, one, the main, probably the biggest news uh, per se, is that the Nintendo Switch will support VR. Whew. Uh, it's not just a thing that's in the patent. It's a thing that exists. It's real. Devs have it. Um, now, the to go along with this, it's not going to be there at launch. Because... Um, Really, if you're going to launch VR, you need to have a lot of software behind oh, it. So right, right, yeah. There's probably not a lot of software behind it right now. Uh, but to go along with this, um, and what makes 2018 a potential launch date for, you know, roughly a year later, uh, maybe they end up doing a holiday 
know, as a big holiday yeah. push or yeah. something. But either way, whatever. What, what makes the 2018 thing uh, seem a little bit more viable is the other rumor that's attached to this, also from Obi-Wan, and that's that Resident Evil 7 is coming to Switch. Wow. Now, Resident Evil 7 releases this month on the other platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has VR on the PlayStation 4. Okay. It's exclusive yep. to the PlayStation VR experience. So, the rumor with this attached to this is not only is the Switch going to have Resident Evil 7 day one, which, I mean, that's two months after but, it comes out. So, right, so it makes but sense. But as day one as day one as Switch can be, uh, it's going to next year potentially have the VR version, and they are playing around with VR with that game right now. But they are running into some technical difficulties. Because okay. it's not as powerful as the PlayStation 4. Okay. Yeah. Um, they've gotten some things to run, some things they can't get to work, right? Uh, and then that kind of makes sense, because it, it's not as powerful as the PlayStation 4, and really VR on PlayStation is best with the PlayStation 4 Pro, and there's no way the Switch is close to that. Right. So the Switch is it, it's an interesting place with VR. I mean, j- just like stopping right there, I know you were kind of like, yeah, why not have VR? Yeah. Um, and I'm like, I think VR is stupid. So I, I don't really care. It, right. I, I think there's some cool experiences, but that's all I can call them is experiences. And Nintendo is kind of infamous with the word experience. <laughs> experience. Um, actually, the whole industry is starting to get on that whole experience bandwagon. Um, I just like games. And yeah. Like some of the games, like the Batman VR game, like it, it's all cool, but. I, I still have just as much fun, if not more fun, just sitting and looking at my TV and playing. So, yeah. yeah. So, you excited about the this rumor that there's going to be VR and that Resident Evil Seven might be one of the first VR games? I called it. <laughs> uh, no, no. I, I I think it's definitely something that's going to be cool uh, to be able to be inside a zombie game that's kind of crazy I, I know there's some out there They're already trying to call it a horror game again okay but we'll see but yeah it's, it's zombie horror right right but to actually be able to run around and then all of a sudden look behind you and oh crap there they are a jump scare yeah the jump scare uh yeah this is definitely i see potential in it um i can definitely see it failing as well um so and the big thing to note with the Resident Evil 7 is Obi-Wan did note that apparently Sony has a one-year exclusivity with the VR, which is why it's okay. not on yeah. the Oculus, why it's not right. on the Rift, okay. etc. Um, Oculus and Rift, is the yeah. same thing. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, sorry, the Vive, I meant to throw in there. Yeah. Um, so, if it's going to be on Switch, obviously 2018 would line up because it would be a year after launch. Right. Um, so then they could release it in January or February or whenever they feel like it. Then if they can get it to work to a point where the developers are happy. Um, my worry with VR, outside of my general concern that VR is just not ready yet, is that if I'm already of the mind that VR is not ready yet, how is it going to even be possible on a system that isn't even up to snuff with a PlayStation 4 and Xbox One? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, okay, you could throw a VR on an Xbox 360, that's fine, but the games that are being made for VR are being made for much more powerful things. Mm-hmm. So, like, do I really expect a lot of developers to downscale their projects even more just to work on, I guess, what the new budget switch is? Right. Hey, Mac. We have a, we have a new dog friend here with us today. Yeah. What? We're just supposed to... My dad rang the doorbell. 
Oh, we really need to get a doorbell installed down here. Anyways, so yeah. Yeah. getting back to the VR thing. <laughs> Sidetracked. Um, Sidetracked. We had, we had, a, we had a, our, uh, my, I don't, my girlfriend's father's dog get dropped off here in the yes. middle of the podcast. Welcome. His name is Mac. Maybe he'll be on camera at some point. Hope not. God, that dog's huge. <laughs> um, so, I guess my concern is that I don't think the Switch can do VR well enough to even make it worthwhile to do. But then, like, everyone's like, oh, but then there's, like, Samsung Gear VR and all this stuff. And in a lot of ways, those phones are still more powerful than a Switch. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say, like, you're not getting console games on them, but that's because they do so much other stuff. But right, if they right. dedicated all that hardware to video games, it could come close to console fidelity. Like, it's... Plus, they have, like, you know, this thing, rumored, has a 720p screen, and phones have all 1080 or above. Right. Or, like, most phones you're going to use VR with, I should say. Uh, yeah, that... Because the only way the Switch can work is, like, phones. You put it in a headset. Yeah, and yeah, you definitely. Screen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's going to be, like, your VR. There, there's no other way to do it. Right. So, well, I mean... It's not well, true. They could create, develop their own headset and yada yada yada, but they're they're not going to. I mean, they're going to have their own headset to put the switch in, right? But they're not going to have it be like PlayStation Four, where it's a, a big external thing you hook up to your system. Yeah, you never know. No, they're they're, they're not no? doing that. That's not what the rumors. Oh, are. that's the, rum, well, the rumors are that, literally uh, the thing you put well, your switch th- in. that the patent and that that's you what can it charge like it well. It's weird because I guess the selling point of this is that it's supposed to be console quality wireless VR. But then, in order for you to get the maximum out of your system, out of a switch, mm-hmm. the max power, it needs to be charging, which means you need to plug the cable in. And there's apparently a slot on the system for you to fit your cable in and hook it up. But, like, if you're hooking that cable up to a wall outlet, then it's not wireless anymore. Yeah. So, so it's a really weird selling point to me that he even brought that up. Like, wireless VR, but you have to plug it in to get the max power that people are going to want to use VR in the first place. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. So, someone's going to develop like a, a little attachment, like a battery pack you can put on your no, headset I'm, thing. No, I can almost guarantee it. Um, anyways, setting aside that craziness that, yeah, technically you could run it in low power mode. And, yeah, and you could, I mean, you could probably find some sort of wireless charger of some sort to pop on there and plug in and make it still wireless, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I guess I, I was not excited about VR in the first place. This doesn't make me any more excited, or I guess any less excited. You know, it's one of those. I guess it doesn't hurt to have it if you're into it, right? Um, yeah, it's a definite. I just don't know what developers are going to feel like it's worth that money to do. Eh, it's a definite another audience that they could hopefully obtain. Maybe. And then I don't, see the thing is like VR is already kind of niche. It, it's not or niche. Sorry, it will be whatever. It, it's not. Um, like hugely popular you don't like yeah you'll see vr headsets out at stores but when you go to people's homes you don't see vr headsets anywhere like, people don't i mean it's well, not really that I popular technically have one that i still haven't opened yeah what you have is the samsung gear vr yeah which is equivalent to google's uh what are they called the box or whatever yeah. it is google yeah. cardboard sorry yeah literally it's a cardboard thing with two lenses and you stick your phone in it's basically what Samsung Gear VR is. Um, it's just a really cheap version of it that you can buy for, like, I don't even know what it was. It's like five bucks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not excited. But I, will, I don't think this is an announcement that could excite me. I am excited about Resident Evil 7. 
Oh, yeah, definitely. That's a big get. Yeah. That is definitely, especially if they go back to, what was it, I think 4's inventory system? I know 5's inventory system was terrible, but I don't. I haven't played much for 6, so I don't know what their inventory system was, but... Well, 6 was, was like an action game, it wasn't even horror. Okay. Yeah, because like, that whole trunk, the thing that you had to store was, yeah, was just terrible on 5, but... Um, but again, this is all rumors, so we don't know if any of this is true. This is just what Obi-Wan has said. Um, more and more rumors. Uh, you know, I don't know if you can see it too well on the camera. I'm wearing my, my Breath of the Wild E3 shirt, um, because obviously that's the game I'm most excited about seeing, now, <laughs> you know, at the yeah. Switch event on the 12th. And to go along with that, we've had a lot of conflicting rumors, and today specifically the day of recording, we actually got some clarification on why there might be some conflicting rumors. And these rumors have to do with whether or not Breath of the Wild is going to be a launch game for the Switch, or whether or not it's going to come out months later. Now, we talked about briefly before, uh, back in November, when it got, the first rumors came out that it was getting delayed to, like, June or whatever. Yeah. And uh, then there's been another report now that's come up by Laura K. Dale, who, who reported the June thing originally saying, well, her... Nintendo of Europe sources are still claiming it won't be a launch game. But a source she has and Nintendo of America has basically said, yeah, it's a launch game. And she has supposedly seen final uh, retail advertisements or something. Or, or some sort of final PR thing. Some, some sort of final paperwork that shows that, yes, it's launching day one in North America. Now, again, rumor. So there's all this confusion. Um... Nintendo of Europe has come out, or Nintendo of Europe, uh, Eurogamer came out today and added their own little twist to this, their own little fact to it. Oh, boy. Um, so, supposedly, Nintendo of Japan, this is according to Eurogamer, has always wanted Breath of the Wild to be a Nintendo Switch launch game. And I'm assuming, well, by always, I mean they, they wanted it probably since last year at some point. Yeah. After or, it got or delayed the first even, time. Even, even late in 2015 at some point. Like, I think that 2016 date they gave for Breath of the Wild at the end of 2015 was predicated on the fact they thought the Switch, Switch was going to come out in holiday 2016. Yeah. Um, so I think that Nintendo of Japan has planned for this since some point in 2015 to be a launch game for the Nintendo Switch whenever it was coming out. Um, which means, obviously, the Switch got pushed back to March. Breath of the Wild got pushed back to March. But Nintendo of Europe went over to Nintendo of Japan and said, hey, look, we're having a hard time translating this in all the different languages. There's a lot more going on in this game than we were ready for. Oof. And, like, a lot more text, a lot more, you know, just little well, hugs yeah, and things. Yeah. And so, like, we're translating this as fast as we can, but there's no way we can get it done by March. So we're going to have to push the game back a couple months. Can you please delay the game a couple months so we can have a global release? And... That's kind of where all this rumor and this back and forth, because Laura K. Dale was reporting from her Nintendo of Europe sources who have essentially said it can't happen in March. It's just not going to be done. Um, but now we have people that have come out and said that Nintendo, Japan, and North America, like Japan and North America, are getting the game day one. Europe's just going to get it late. That's just the way it's going to be. And Nintendo made that decision. Now, this is all rumors. We don't know. 
The twelfth is when we're gonna find out everything. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna tell us: is it a launch game? Is it not a launch game? Is it a well, launch game hopefully. in all territories? Is it launch game only in some territories? Um, and what about you know, in Europe? What are they gonna have? The what's their big launch game gonna be if they don't have Zelda? Or, yeah, that'd be. You know, or are they gonna end up delaying the entire Switch launch in Europe until it's ready? Uh, there's a lot of you know. Which might not be a bad idea with the supply issues they keep having in North America. <laughs> right? I'm sorry. Oh. I, I should. Oh, our European wait. fans deserve to get it just. Oh, as definitely. Yeah, I know. For sure. Um, but it's not. A, it's not a good situation to be in because if this is true, if what Eurogamer is saying is true, um, and what all these rumor reports are saying is true, that Nintendo Europe just isn't going to have it ready by March for all the various languages they're translating it. Yeah, into. I suppose they have. A um, lot more languages they to, do. They have to translate it until instead of like North America, where it's pretty much just English. Yeah, but but it's like okay, so the English version is done. So why should the UK not get Breath of the Wild? Why should Australia not get it? Because Germany can't have it yet. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That's a lot of people over there speak English the way it is too. Yeah, I know. So it's so it, it, it's very interesting, um, and, I and get, it puts Nintendo in a, in a weird situation because. The way their advertising has worked up to this point, they, they just had Breath of the Wild on the Jimmy Fallon show um, not too long ago. They ev- Everything they've done with this and the Switch has advertised it as the go-to game. And now they have ads out in GameStop, they have ads out in Australia, ads out in Game UK. Um, for Breath of the Wild is the game being advertised with the Switch. Yeah. For coming out in March. Like, it is the game in all the photos. Like, if that's not their day one, it's false advertising. Basically. Well, I mean, it's not... Legally false advertising. No, because they never claim in any of yeah, the yeah. statements that it will be game. But it heavily hints because it says Nintendo Switch shows the Switch Breath of the Wild March 2017. Yeah, it's yeah. very uh, and, and like there's some specific ads in Game UK, which is part of Nintendo of Europe, even though the UK wants to separate from the whole European Union. And yeah, it doesn't change yeah. how Nintendo is no. treating treating it. So. Um, there are advertisements actually in Game UK that say Breath of the Wild specifically in March 2017 too. So like, Ooh, we do boy. have some Breath of the Wild specific ads that say March that, 2017. That could be then. But again, at the end of the day, nothing's been officially announced. Right. So, I think Nintendo's in a, in a bad spot here. And that's what sucks for Breath of the Wild. Is that it has to be their day one. At, at this point, yeah. if you're making all your main in-store advertising for this game, literally be nothing but Zelda. Every single in-store ad is Zelda. Yeah, that's a little bit interesting. How can... It has to be their launch. So, like, right. the, the hope is is that... I, I guess the great hope is that Nintendo is not this incompetent and that all these rumors are just dead wrong and it's coming day one everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Because, again, this is all rumors. Maybe Nintendo Europe's full of crap. It, that's a definite possibility. I mean, Nintendo Europe it does not make the decisions. Nintendo Japan makes it. Right. They're like, yeah. well, you only have a translator in four languages. Too bad. Release it anyways. Yeah, right. Or release yep. a patch yep. later for more languages or yep. something. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that's ideal either, but again, it's all rumors. So I guess the whole great hope is that the rumors are a bunch of BS and it's coming yeah. day one. Yeah. It's always been coming day one and everyone's going to get it and everyone's going to be happy. But if <laughs> it comes day one in North America and Japan and not in Europe, that's going to be interesting, and I can see the shiz hitting the fan on that one. I mean, the only... Someone brought this up. The only kind of sort of saving grace is if the Switch is region-free, as it really should be. Because all electronics these days seem to be region-free, besides DVD players. I don't know why they keep region-locking all that stuff. Yeah, I don't know either. 
But if that's the case, then if you live in the UK, you could get a Switch in the UK and import United States copy and still play it. Yeah. Um, so that's like kind of sort of a saving grace. Doesn't excuse it not being their day one in Europe. So Not at all. It, it's hard for me. Like I'm trying to be upset for Europeans here because I live in North America. You know, we get everything, yeah, but um, <laughs> well, we don't. Yeah. I mean, no, come don't. On, Europe, oh, yeah. you got the Tingle game I want. I know everyone in North America hates Tingle. I love Tingle. Where's tights? It's a 30-year-old, wants to pretend he's a fairy, draws maps. <laughs> yeah, there's they, that. It's one of my favorite characters in so Zelda. So it sounds just like you. <sighs> That's what I said, my favorite character in Zelda. <laughs> um, I wanted to be in Breath of the Wild. Anyways. So I guess uh, the, the point to take out of this is there's rumors going everywhere around this. We have no idea. Would you be upset if it wasn't a global launch day one? Only a partial. I mean, uh, you live in North America, so like you're gonna get yeah, it. So it's like, right. how can you? Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be mad. It. I'm gonna get it. Yeah, that's just Heck, it. I, I, I'm, I'm part of the media. I'm probably gonna get it like two weeks early. So it's like, right? Yeah, it's it's. Oh, I'm sorry. Two weeks early yeah. for Wii U because the Nintendo's even gonna send me a Switch. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, right, right. Um, or watch, they're gonna send me a Switch review copy two weeks early. But no way to actually play, play it. it. Yeah, <laughs> they'll send you. They'll send you one like the day it comes out. <laughs> well, they've done that. They've done it the day after. I'm like, yeah, I just already bought the it. Point. Anyways, dang it. Yeah, uh, but it, I wouldn't be mad. But then again, again, it's not affecting me. Mm-hmm. I can understand where like Europeans or whoever doesn't get it would be extremely mad. Australia is considered part of the PAL territory, so they won't get it either. Even though they're a totally different country, not part of Europe. How how does that work? Because they get all the stuff from the UK. I suppose, yeah. Yeah. So, like, they kind of get screwed. They kind of get screwed. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Um, Somebody needs to fix that. Well, gaming in Australia is just... Their their government hates games so much. I feel so bad. I mean, same for people in Brazil. It's just... I'm sorry, your government. Unless it's the Genesis. Uh, sorry, yeah. Well, even then, it's expensive. Yeah. Like, if you live in those countries, I'm really sorry. Your government just hates video games that much. Um, so, yeah. That's kind of just interesting. Tune in on the 12th. Hopefully, it's good news for Breath of the Wild for everybody, not just like right. us yeah. or like, you know, fans in Japan. Um, more news. Uh Laura Kate Dale kind of unveiled what the supposed name, possible name is, or code name is, for the Rabbid and Mario crossover game. Ooh. And I think it's something like Rabbid Kingdom Builder. Interesting. Something like that. And the premise is, it takes place in the Mushroom Kingdom, and the Rabbids have basically invaded oh, the Mushroom Kingdom. Yes. So, like... Uh, you know, you think of traditional Mario, something invades, your job is to get rid of the invasion. Fantastic. Um, and apparently at some point in the game, there's rabbits that dress up as Mario and Luigi, which is, that's just what rabbits well, do. Of course. So, um, and it is a full-on, like, RPG kind of game. Um, I don't remember. There was some details on the type of RPG it was, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, anyways, obviously that sounds all fantastic to you because you love rabbits. You love Mario, so that's a cool mix. There's a lot of people that, are, that apparently don't like rabbits. When we posted this news and we talked about it on the podcast, people were like, that is the worst news ever. Rabbids and Mario? <sighs> Nintendo, stop trying to make rabbits relevant. No. Rabbits um, are awesome. They're awesome. I, I'm sorry. The, the, rabbits are awesome. Like, 
I know Ubisoft kind of beat it over the head, but when you play those mini games, oh yeah, they're hilarious. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, it doesn't play that well. They're kind of crappy games, but God, the rabbit parts are the best part. Oh yeah, yeah, they're definitely. funny. They're why yeah. you play. Yeah, it doesn't matter if the game sucks because the rabbits are funny. <laughs> the, um, the singing one where you push the guy in the goggles and he's like, <laughs> it's like, what the, the heck is this? I almost just spit up water all over my keyboard. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a very interesting thing to me. Um, I'm still excited for it. I, I guess that's one of those. It sounds crazy. And apparently Nintendo's been extremely controlling of it, which... It's Mario. Uh, we pretty protective. Right, sure yeah. This isn't a bad game. Yeah, right. Um, so, we'll see. Now, I'm wondering if the question's going to be is whether you can play as both sides. That would be that would be awesome, to try to either invade the Mushroom Kingdom or d- defend it. Yeah, I have no idea. That would be... Either... Beats I mean... That's the way you almost have to go. Well, with I'm it. excited to see this game because I'm hoping it's really good. Yeah, that's I'm hoping. yeah. Um, let me see some other rumors out there. See, I'm doing all this off the top of my head. This is how we do it at the Nintendo Prime podcast. We come unprepared. <laughs> uh, we will be prepared for the next one, right? But it's kind of hard not to be. Uh, so I think that's it. There, there was a rumor about the Joy-Con having an, uh, the right Joy-Con having an IR pointer in it. So you could use it uh, in place of a touchscreen on your TV. Huh. Um, it's basically like what you could do with a Wiimote. With the yeah. Pointer. Yeah. Like, this is what it is. So, you know, like say for some reason Angry Birds is on the Switch, it would still be able to work through the same kind of control mechanics on your TV. Okay. Um, so, so, like, we like, Yeah, basically. Um, so there was that out there. Uh, again, more rumors about the power and the specs. Uh it, the big, you know, do, do we talk about similar? Do you remember us talking about uh, when you dock the system, it gets more powerful? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like that, that rumor sitting out there still. Well, um, it makes sense. You know, there's no exact rumor on how many teraflops it is. There, are, some people are taking. Okay, so there's this former Ubisoft employee on this one forum. I'm not going to name any names. Don't want to get this guy in trouble. Don't want to get the forum in trouble. Uh, the guy is a confirmed uh, former Ubisoft employee that is the went out to trash the Switch pretty hard and say that there's no way you could port Ubisoft games over to the Switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and he went over all his reasoning behind it. However, because I know some people have been kind of pushing me in the back, like, why aren't you talking about this? Why aren't you talking about this? Like, the Switch uh-huh. is going to suck. If you read what he says, nowhere in there does he ever admit to having any knowledge of the Switch hardware. Yeah. Meaning That's he is speculating based on what he's heard. Right. Which he's heard basically what all of us have heard. Which means he's never actually developed on the system. Which means everything he's talking about is a guess. Now, it's a guess with knowledge of how Ubisoft makes games. Right. But it's, it, a, it's a guess without knowledge of how they make games on the Switch. Yeah, it's true. So, it, again... I'm not trying to sit here and defend the Switch. I, we have no idea what it's going to be. Right. Uh, in terms of power. But... Um, just don't read too much into it until after the 12th and the 13th when we finally, uh, hopefully even get specs and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah. And if we don't get specs from Nintendo, I'm pretty sure NVIDIA is going to throw in a PR report with specs. Cause yeah. They yeah. like, NVIDIA's big on like pumping up specs. They've been so. sitting on this for a while. Yeah. And like, they probably already wish they could release the specs. Oh, yeah, um, I'm sure. Yeah, that's really it for the rumors. I mean, the, I know there's like a slew more, like Lorcate did a couple of interviews and unveiled a bunch of little things. 
Um, like the current dev menu or the current like navigation menu in the OS looks a lot like the Wii U's menu. You know, with the basically looks like a phone menu. Oh, okay, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, that's all fine. A bunch of little stuff like that. Stuff that I think doesn't matter right now. Not not important enough to talk about. Yeah, no. Um. So, let's just get right into what we want. Like five things we really want to find out or have happen at the Switch event. Um. And I'll go first because this one I think is the obvious one. It's one that both of us would want, um, especially if you plan to pick up a Switch at some point. Oh, I'm, um, which I think you more likely, it, yeah. If it's if it's under three hundred bucks, I see you picking it up. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, if, yeah. You know, if it launches at two fifty, you, you, that Breath of the Wild day one. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um, and and I and I just say that just knowing and all this conversation I've had with you and how hyped you really are for Breath of the Wild, um, as someone who isn't a big Zelda fan. Oh, it's um, not I mean, that I'm not. It's, no, you're a fan, but like, yeah. when I say big Zelda fan, you've never beaten a game. No, that's very true. Um, the only time you play Zelda is when I pretty much give it to you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, you don't go out of your way to like buy it and pre-order it. And, yeah, but this might be the game that does it to you because oh, yeah, you liked it that much. Oh yeah, when you played it oh either. yeah, it was fun. Um, plus, having both of us play it, like, oh man, speed runs. And what would be? What a, a who can discover I, what first? Yeah, right. The thing I would like to kind of see though would be the theories we can come up a, with. A way to kind of play with your friends in a way with like being able to like online game with it that'd be definitely interesting a, a multiplayer type of run through I'm gonna stay away from that one that'd be fun I'm but gonna stay away from that one <laughs> Zelda's I mean there are multiplayer Zelda games yeah yeah like Triforce Heroes oh right right but uh, which we loved yeah but this is not that oh I know it's not I don't want it to be that. No? No. Yeah. I would love for there to be an open world MMO Zelda game. That would be cool. But I've always wanted that. I've always wanted an open world MMO Pokemon game as well. Yeah. These things are never going to happen. They're expensive. They usually don't sell very well. And they're expensive to upkeep. And they usually don't get big enough player bases. Not every day a Destiny can launch and get millions of players. Yeah, there's that. Um, but anyways, so... The first thing I'm going to say, the first time I list of five that I want to happen is I want to see them show off. And I know this is crazy, way too soon to show it off, way too soon. Um, but at least give a confirmation it's going to happen, uh, that the Switch is going to get Madden 18. That would be... And now, I know I was Madden. Really, awesome. Like, we are big Madden fans. Oh, yeah. Or more so, well, we're big NFL fans, yeah. and Madden's the only simulation game we have a choice chance to play right i'd rather 2k or some other company be able to release one but they can right now yep um so obviously you know they could release madden 17 but i think it'd be redundant at that point by the time it releases is march end of the season everyone's kind of waiting for the next game to come out in august yeah again, so yeah um but even if it does release Madden 17, what I really want to see them do is release uh, is confirm that Madden 18 is coming and not a gimped version, like right, yeah. one that's yeah, actually going to be not a gimmick version on like the par, like now what the Wii did with the arcade yeah. version, not the yeah. Wii U, the one Wii U Madden we got that was actually the previous year's version of the game with updated rosters. Oh jeez, um, and that was the year that was back in 2012. And that was the year they switched over to the physics engine, so they never had the physics engine in the 2012 Wii U version. So it was just, it literally was not Jeez. the same ad. Yeah, no. Um, so, and it was really weird at the time, because the Wii U was on par with a 316 PlayStation 3, so, like, there's no reason it could not have had that physics engine. It is. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. They were lazy. 
Um, EA yeah? was EA's unprecedented partnership with Nintendo wasn't so unprecedented. <laughs> it was unprecedented in that we're going to reskin and call it a current gen game when it's still cool. last year's version. That's pretty much what they do, anyways. Depends on what to game certain, you're talking about. To a certain extent. Depends on what game you're talking about. Battlefield One's amazing. M- most sports games. Well, it's basically just a yeah. They don't, rev- they don't revolutionize. But see, the thing is, like, we say that, right? Well, like we say that it's like we we buy it every year. It is what it is, but it there are significant changes that happen about once every three or four, like the physics engine. Yeah. Um, and then you know, like this year they added back in, or they added for the first time ever practice squad. Yeah. And they revamp franchise mode. So like yeah, but yeah, it's the same game because NFL is the well, same right, game. Right. Right. No, but it, sometimes it feels like they make this like change, big change. And then, like the passing cone. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then the next idea. year, it seems like, oh look, it's gone. It, nothing happened. We're getting rid of yeah. training camp. When, yeah, I don't remember a single person complaining about training camp. That was could, like you could always skip training camp. That was, it was never it was never required to do in the first place. That was so one of my favorite things about it. I, I like training camp uh, because it used to it let you it felt like you earned. The right to advance your player. Now they they did they did add some of the training camp elements back into your week to week training that we usually skip over. Well, um, and that but, that, but the thing but is, it's, is, but it's not the same. You can't earn as much XP because it's not an entire off season's worth. It's just a single week, right? Yeah. Whereas you can get a whole off season's worth in, in one drill. Which yeah, is that realistic? No, but training camp exists and it's not in the game. Right. So like, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Um, that's a whole nother debate. We we can talk we for sit, hours on yeah, that. Yeah. But that's my thing. I, I want to see them confirm that not only like Madden Seventeen if it comes, but that they're going to be committed to at least to getting the next Madden out and not a gimped version. That's right. What that's like one of my desires on my five. It'd be it'd be nice to see, definitely even like Madden Seventeen, even if it's just two teams playing a game. It, it, not, it doesn't have to be anything else of the game just to prove that this can happen. That would be... I, know, I was going to say see. I want to see Madden 18 at it. Well, it's not going to... Yeah, yeah, it's way too soon. Madden 18 is not showing off the summer, so... No, no. That's why I said 17, just what, even if it's two teams. Well, like, yeah, I, I, I want to see this, like, they confirm that it's going to have Madden support in some way yeah. in the future. Because they can do it on mobile... Yeah. But why can't you do it on PC and or Nintendo yeah. systems? Come on! I don't even care that it's on Nintendo systems. They just did it on PC, right? But um, I shouldn't say that. I, I I would prefer all my games on one system if I, if I can get it. But anyways, yeah. So that's that. That's one of my five. What, what do you got for me? Oh there? God! Thanks for taking one of my five. <laughs> yeah. It's all right. No, d- definitely. I want to see some sort of decent sports games, for sure. Uh, I know it's. I know kind of. Piggybacking off yours, okay. but there's a it, lot of different other sports. It there. would be nice to actually have a a MLB show type game. So the 2K baseball series come back? Y- yeah, but I don't. Then they cancel that baseball series. I don't or? remember. I can't but remember. have a like a really nice in depth baseball game because there's so, like, a the lot only of people that are going to do it's 2K. Yeah, because they were recently making baseball games. Um, I remember they said that million dollar challenge every year. Um, thing is, they weren't. That would be the show outclassed it so bad. Right, and that's the that's the problem. And well, yeah. If they could come like, up with something it, that could, could something rival it. With that. I mean, show doesn't own the rights. 
No, so, that's the thing. They, yeah. So they can make it. It's not like EA with their, yeah. the NFL rights. Well, Nobody else can and, make it. And he game. said, you know, what, you know, you're piggybacking off mine. Like I specifically want Madden. You're kind of seeing sports games in general. Yeah. So like MLB, we we know we saw at least an NBA game. We don't know if it was. I know everyone's like, oh, it's 2K. I'm like, eh, you can't confirm it's 2K. It could be NBA Live. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. We hope it's 2K because that's the only NBA game people care about. Yeah. But we don't know. Um, so anyway, so there'll be some sort of NBA game on there supposedly. Um, you know, you get FIFA's probably a give me because FIFA's kind of stayed with Nintendo this whole time. Right. Uh, yep. Haven't always done a good job. They've done some of that previous gen games with new player thing. But yep. Yep. Anyways, um, you know, it, it would be nice to see a, a nice golf game come back. Um, I'm not yep. a big golf game fan, but they're actually really good games. Yeah. Um, it's just I like playing golf physically. I, I like more arcadey, mini golfy kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Video um, game wise, right? Um, I mean, well, I, I love mini golf. Period. And but. you know, if this does support like the motion controls and stuff too, that that lends right into baseball and or sure, uh, sure. golf. Um, yeah, really, any sports out there. Now, if, if you're in Europe with cricket, like okay, cool. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, lacrosse. Right. Yeah, volleyball. That, well, whatever. You know, any mainstream sports games that already exist. It'd just be nice to see the Switch have something. Yeah. For each one of those, sports. yeah, because Nintendo, I, I would like, love to see Nintendo be like, yeah, so we came out and paid paid off NCAA, so now we're going to get NCAA football back exclusive on Switch. Ho, 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 that would be awesome. That'd be huge. But, I, but I would probably make that one of my five because, like, it's a thing that's not going to happen. No, that I want yeah. it to happen. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I'm like, no, don't, don't go that crazy. That'd be the, huge. The, how much money it would cost Nintendo to pay the NCAA to oh, get God, the yeah. rights? Oh, it's well, because then they would have to well, pay each individual yeah, school, right? Well, and basically each individual player. Not some of the schools. Yeah. Players can't be paid yet. Yeah. To get NCAA rules. Yeah. So they have to sort that out with the schools. Yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah. So all that aside, um, my next one. See, so I had one. So my next desire is that the Nintendo Switch, and I'm kind of copying out because I put this as um, kind of a prediction or a bet thing on the last show. But this is this is I'm just wishlisting here. Wishlisting. I want this thing to come out in Nintendo to be like, look, when you dock the system, it puts out 1.2 teraflops of, of performance. And Nintendo never talks about specs. It's like, this isn't going to happen. And I put this as a bet on the Zelda Informer show. But um, I personally want to see them come out and basically say, look, no, it's not a PlayStation 4 Pro Power. But all the games that the system is going to get, this can have to. And here's how. It has enough performance to make porting worth it. Again, I, I don't know. I'm just that's wish listing. That's what we're doing. Yeah. This is what we want to happen. Yeah. So, all right. What do you got? That was my number two. I would like to see them kind of bring back some old franchises that hasn't been haven't been around. The main two I can think of would be uh, I just played some Diddy Kong Racing not too long ago. That'd be interesting to get another one of those types of games out there, and then uh, Snowboard Kids. Oh god! Two racing can, games, by the way. I know, but Snow, hey, Kids is that an Nintendo fantastic. game? Yeah. Uh, wait, I don't know. I, I don't, don't know remember Snowboard exactly. Kids is a Nintendo game. But again, that kind of I guess leads me into my third one, which would be massive third-party support for sure. Oh, you, guaranteed. You, you want to hold off on your on your third one? What? No, is that, is that for a new point or is that? No, just... that that'd be just a new point. Okay. What, yeah, because I want I want them to brief. My second point is reviving some of the old forgotten not necessarily forgotten but
but things we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, yeah. Bring back some of the nostalgia of the old days where you kind of revamp some of these games and bring them back and hopefully make them just as well as what you used to. And then the, my third point being complete third-party support. Yeah. My next point... So, so, that, so you have three... Th- yep, okay. I have three things. Three things. So my third thing is that um, I want... I, it was just on the tip of my tongue, and then you're like, complete third-party support. Like, that wasn't what I was thinking. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, no, that wasn't one of my things. Uh, it is that... Nintendo teases, whether they show it off or not, two brand new major AAA IP. Because one thing we have to remember about Nintendo, the magic of growing up with Nintendo, is that we grow up when Nintendo came up with all these franchises. Right. So we have a whole other generation of gamers that that Nintendo wants to grow up with them. And the easiest way to do that is to release games that are new. That are new IP yeah. rather than things in existing franchises that, oh my god, Mario's 15 games deep, and yet, like, okay, well, it's a new franchise that you can feel like it's easier to get into. Yeah, Like that's Splatoon. True. Yeah. Um, so, I want to see them kind of announce two new IP. Whether or not they come out close to launch doesn't matter as long as they know if they exist. Uh, one of them, I hope, is made by um, the uh, guys over at Retro Studios who did Donkey Kong Country games. Yep, that'd be, um, that'd be another And they also did nice. the Metroid Prime games. Uh, they're kind of what you would call like the new rare for Nintendo, because um, the actual new rare, like the old rare employees, work at Playtonic Games, making ukulele. So it's not actually like you can't say it's rare, but for Nintendo, like it's their Western studio yeah. um, that have made games that Rare would uh, oh. typically have made in the past. Rare was fantastic. So they, the, the two games I want to see. The two new IPs, just throw the ideas out there. I want another action-adventure game. Nintendo basically has Zelda and nothing. Yeah. So I'd like to see them yeah. another action-adventure game that just takes a new direction with, you know, maybe it goes sci-fi, maybe it's whatever. Just yeah. some sort of action-adventure game that's not Zelda. Um, and I would like their other IP to be teased to be a, a 3D platformer. Okay. That's not Mario. Right. And, like, there's, like, oh, a 3D platformer. We don't really get a lot of 3D. We get a lot of 2D side-scrolling platformers. Um, yeah, we don't get a lot of 3D platforms. Yeah, ukuleles coming out now, which looks funny and everything. But I would just like to see, uh, you know, uh, Nintendo dedicating to being like, hey, we're not out of ideas for the platforming genre. And here's something that's not Mario, and it's not, you know, we're not shoehorning one of our franchises into it to make it work. We have a whole new idea. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I would love to say, I would love for to hear. Well, you know what? No, I'm gonna say that. that might be point five because this is my wish list. So. Ooh. Um, yeah. All right, so what's your fourth point? God. I don't know. You got a fourth point right now? Sure I do. Okay, go my, for it. My fourth point, because this is wishlisting, that Nintendo announces that they have somehow bought back the Conquer IP. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Can, can that just be my thir- fourth and fifth right there? That, that, no, those are mine. Those are mine. Screw we're wishlisting. We're wishlisting. Screw you. That, Microsoft is not going to sell that's it That's two of them. That's two of them. Microsoft is not going to sell Conquer. They know how much of a cult following he has. Well, then make another game. I think the problem with them not making the other game is they don't think they have the talent to do that anymore. So then sell it off. Why are they going to sell it off? It's too valuable. Well, they, they could do cameo appearances with it like they did in Project Spark. 
which got everyone excited when Conquer came on screen at the E3 show or whatever, and they're like, oh yeah, by the way, it's just like a cameo thing in, in Project Sport. You're like, why? Uh, why? Why not? And Project Sport is not even a thing anymore. Um, I don't know why they shut it down. It was a really cool, like, make your own game world thing. It was really sweet. I don't know why yeah. they shut it down. Um, it probably wasn't popular enough, but uh, yeah, so in my dream scenario, somehow Nintendo buys back an M-rated franchise yeah, right. in Conquer. And somehow finds a team that can bring that humor back. Which, right. it feels weird saying that because that kind of humor kind of exists in ukulele because it is the old Rare team, basically. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know that Nintendo can make that kind of game. But, man, it, I want Great Mighty Pooh number two. Yeah, right. And Microsoft's <laughs> clearly not going to do it. So, my dream scenario is Nintendo somehow pulls this off. That would That's be fantastic. That would, oh, that, except we're wishlisting. We're wishlisting oh, for the 12. God. So, what do you got? Wishlist. It could be anything. Uh, anything gaming, man. Wishlisting yeah. for the Switch. Oh, Lord. That was fantastic. I like that. Yeah, oh, I'm sure you did. Uh, Dude, you were going to like yeah. that one. Who doesn't yeah. like Conquer? Come on. Yeah. Because it's all in comments. Conquer. F that guy. <laughs> no, that guy will F you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, Do I have to move on to my fifth point? thing is, I didn't pre-think this, so I'm just making it up as I go. Yeah, yeah, but you're also better at this than I am. Better what? Ideas? Yeah. I, Thinking, I, I being a human being, yep. caring about video games? Yep. Um, <laughs> so, well, he's over there contemplating life's greatest question. <laughs> um, my fifth and final thing I'd like to see happen is I... This is more of a. This is a pipe dream one, and it's a pipe dream because it, it you know, you could argue that Conquer is a pipe dream. It is, yeah. but it, yeah. it, it's a thing I really want that realistically we know is never going to happen. This is something that could happen, but Nintendo is never going to have have the uh, bravados to do it, and that is that I want them to come out on stage and say. We recognize that we haven't necessarily made the greatest decisions in, over the past few years. Um, and this is in regards to YouTube policies. This is in regards to localization efforts at Nintendo Treehouse. This is in regards to um, pretty much all of the screw-ups they've maybe had. You know, even if they want to apologize for the, the Wii U uh, and the you know, drought in games and never fulfilling asymmetric gaming, which is something they really promised, and they only really released... The, you know, Nintendo Land that even took advantage of it. Um, I want to see them come out and just say, just be humble. Be able to be, look, we screwed up. Here is where we feel we screwed up and where we, we're going to do better. We're going to try to do better with our account system. We're going to try to do better uh, with our customer service. We're going to try to do better uh, with localization. Like We realize that the localization team at, at Nintendo Treehouse um, maybe hasn't been doing our standard of work so we have talked to him, and we do want to get it corrected. And we do, like, I want, I want Nintendo to show that they care about the kind of things that their core fan base cares about. Um, that isn't really a big effect in on sales. Like, the bad localization job done in Fire Emblem Fates did not negatively impact Fire Emblem Fates sales. Um, you know, the Wii U drought, you could argue, affected the Wii U sales, but there's a lot of things with the Wii U that affected the Wii U sales. Yeah, there's um, that. You know... The policies on YouTube, like Nintendo has enough money, they don't need that YouTube revenue, but they're doing it because they legally can. And, you know, there's the shutting down of fan games, which I don't think Nintendo would 
that's not in my in my dream here for them to admit to being a mistake for because there's actually, for those who don't know, there's there, there's a few technical things that there were. If Nintendo does not issue takedowns of those games, um, they could end up losing copyright rights for IPs. Like it's really weird. Yeah. Ameri- it's all has to do with U.S. law. It's really weird. U.S. laws are, oh. yeah, yeah. But um, just Nintendo coming out and kind of serving some of their own humble pie. Yeah, because I think be. that's that's how you can gain some people's respect back is by Nintendo. Admitting they've done something oh, wrong, definitely. they're dedicated to doing it better this generation. Yeah, I mean that kind of <coughs> piggybacks off of our conversations before of like people just randomly getting peeved at Nintendo and not buying their their brand just because this one thing isn't out or this one thing here. Well, Nintendo kind of did it to themselves by promising things and then they, they did. not they, really they did. following and, through and, on and it. And the thing is, like, I don't, they don't need to come up like, oh, we're sorry about well, announcing Breath of the Wild. Like, it doesn't need to be, like, really specific to something certain. Like, you know, any any game or any one decision. Just them coming out and just admitting that they know oh, right. that they made some poor decisions and that they want to make the correct decisions moving forward. And then maybe even present an example of a correct decision. Um, and this would be a good chance for them to come out and be like, we're going to have universal accounts. Yeah. Something that they could admit we should have done with the Wii U and 3DS. We didn't do it. We are now going to do it and do it forever. Your purchases are going to be tied to your account rather than your console. Um, oh, yeah. And, like, and like yeah. just even something like, like a sign of good faith that Nintendo gets it. Yeah. Because right yep, now, definitely. it feels like Nintendo lives in its own bubble and it just doesn't recognize what's happening within its own fan base. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'd just like to see Nintendo kind of serve a little humble pie and then give us a little something to show that they know. Like, just let us know that you know. Then we won't have to bitch as much about it. Because then we, we know that you know you screwed up. Right. What, definitely. You know. So, that's my number five. Then that, that's all. It, it's a pipe dream. Nintendo's never going to come out in the middle of Switch event and drop like, "Yeah, we screwed up, man." Yeah, um, yeah no, definitely not. Maybe, maybe I would afterwards. Love I would love to see it. I would love to see it. They probably they're not going to. Nintendo does. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo PR spins everything to positive. Uh, they never admit to negative. Yeah. So and and sometimes actually admitting to faults is a good thing because people like, see that you the Wii U's dead they're understand. not releasing any more games for it yet they say they're supporting the Wii U through 2017 because Breath of the Wild comes out on it <laughs> it's a BS PR spin to say oh the Wii U still has one more game coming so we have games in 2017 it's like no the Wii U's dead it's no, been dead yeah, since yeah, Color Splash right. came out yeah it, it's not a Wii U like but Nintendo can't say that they're gonna PR spin it to a positive like oh, oh we're right. still supporting like yeah just call it like it is. Just say we're moving on to the Switch. Right, definitely. But, I, again, you know, it is what it is. Nintendo's a multi-billion dollar company. They made way more money than I'll ever make in my life. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. There's just, as a fan, I'd like to see them maybe serve a little humble pie to themselves um, and come down to our level to, to, to recognize what we as consumers feel mm-hmm. are, are big, bigger issues uh, than Nintendo considers. And I, I don't want to get into the whole fan game realm because I think there's too many laws to yeah. mess with that. But what they're doing on YouTube um, doesn't have to be the way it is. Uh, so, anyways, I don't know. Yeah. Just some humble pie and some admitting of, of fault. Anyways, okay. that's it for me. No more, yeah, no yeah. more stuff. Yeah, what yeah. do you got? You got something? I got at least four. A fourth one now. You got fourth one. Yes. Right. Um, I'd like to see a new or, well, brought back a Star Wars Rogue Squadron type game. Because we haven't had a good, decent flying 
type of Star Wars game, I think, in a while. I think EA has all the rights to make games for Star Wars now. Do they? I think. I'm not... Because they, they do Battlefront. They have another game coming out that's not Battlefront. They have Battlefront 2 in the works. Um, I believe that Disney signed an exclusivity right with EA for, for games. So, it has to be something yeah. EA is willing to do. And, and in that case, I guess it's not going to be exclusive that we multi platform. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's understandable why you attached to Nintendo because we played it through Nintendo. Right. Um, At least the there, was squadron. Arc- there was arcade yeah. versions, but yeah. uh, Rogue Squadron in Pacific, that was like N64, and then they had the one on GameCube. Yep. Um, but there really hasn't been much for actual, like, flying type games for Star Wars. Has well, there? what's weird is that uh, flying combat, like, was a thing in Battlefront before, but it really wasn't a thing. Like, there wasn't space combat in, yeah. uh, in the new Battlefront, which is one of the criticisms of the game, because Battlefront's always had space combat. Um, there are some vehicle combat, but... Yeah, it's... There hasn't really been one that's been, like, an arcade kind of flyer like Road Squadron is. Because it, it, it's, it's an arcade flyer. Yeah. That, that is what it is. Um, a really fun, kind of serious arcade flyer, but, but yeah. Um, I definitely think... Uh, I think there's room for that genre to come back. I really think there's... I'm trying to think of one that's even out there right now. Star Fox Zero, probably the closest... Yeah. Um, and even that's not exactly the same because Star Fox Zero um, didn't feature as much a... What, what made Rogue Squadron nice is it was, it was kind of an open world kind of battle. Like, yeah, yeah. You're, in a, you're on a map, but, like, you can go anywhere. Yeah. Whereas, like, in Star Fox, you're kind of going down a single line. I mean, there's multiple paths, but it's not like a giant open world. You're just going, like, a single right. direction um, outside of certain boss fights. Uh, okay, that's good. I mean, I'll let it count because the memories of that game are with Nintendo. Yeah, because um, the, ro- the like the Rogue Squadron itself was, I think. So I could see maybe Nintendo. you know maybe EA announcing this here and then at E three being like, well, it's on everything. Yeah. Um. Cool. Cool. That's a good. That's good. I mean, that's a nice one. Yeah. Um. I'm just hoping that this Mario Rabbids crossover doesn't suck. That's that's kind of. I'm hoping it's amazing. <laughs> so your fifth one's just that you hope this is the greatest thing since pizza. Oh, damn straight. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. The next best thing since Betty White. Sure. <laughs> Betty White. All right. Um, well, I think I'm going to wrap it up for this week. Um, I, I kind of want you know, we did end up hitting the hour mark, but I, I kind of wanted to, to keep this podcast kind of short, kind of sweet. Uh, we have a lot of work coming up again. Again, we're doing a pre-show live uh, for the event, which I still have to do all the mapping and planning out for, and like the entire day Thursday is all set up and hardware testing, and yeah. Yeah, like it was last time. Just it takes a whole day to get all that stuff going. Um, and then uh, yeah, uh, after that we also ha- we'll be recording our next episode of the Nintendo Prime Podcast. Um, and I don't know if we'll be doing any post-show reactions, just because it's gonna be so late. Yeah, and we have to record the- this podcast, and we have to record the. Uh, Zelda former podcast. I have to record that with Alfred, um, and we might even push our recording of the Nintendo Prime podcast after the stuff on oh, Friday. That's fine. 
But we'll see. Either way, we have a lot of stuff to do. And that's in addition to the fact that i got to cover all the news that's happening. No, definitely. Happen. That, so d- like, that doesn't really affect type, you type, guys, type, 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 um, So, yeah, if you check it out on Nintendo Prime for, like, literally everything to do uh, about the Switch on the 12th and 13th. And then uh, Zelda Informer for all of the extra Breath of the Wild coverage because they'll, they'll have a lot of the same Zelda coverage as Nintendo Prime, but they're also going to have additional. And what I mean by that is analysis, editorials, opinion pieces. Uh, stuff that I know Nintendo Prime's not going to have because Nintendo Prime is basically me. Yeah. And I'm going to be too busy doing the podcast, doing the live shows, covering right. the news. Um, I might, you know, yeah, I'll be, have my opinions on the Zelda Informer podcast. I'll have my opinions probably in a ZI Reacts. But again, that's on Zelda Informer. So, yep. <laughs> you know, if you want that extra Breath of the Wild coverage in addition to the, just the news, go to Zelda Informer for that. Like, good people there. Good team. A team I wish I had in Tender Prime. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's going to do it for this week. As always, this is Eric Moore. He just got a nod for you. Audio version. Yeah. Yeah, audio version. He's, he's saying bye with a nod. So, yeah, hey, hey, you know. Uh, and I'm Nathaniel Ruffle Jance. And this has been sweet. Can't wait. Switch receive. It's almost here. <laughs> Switch receive. We'll see you guys. You mean Switch versus We'll see you guys if we're somehow still awake after the 13th. <laughs> right. Bye. See you later.